Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101, SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. And let me see, first to say I'm sorry for this audio. I'm uh, my microphone is charging. I didn't get a charge time. Yeah, I, I think I think the truth is you actually moved over the weekend and you moved into a cave. <laughs> <laughs> it is rather cavernous in here. Yes. <laughs> so how's the new place working out? You got all your furniture set up, boxes unpacked, kids unpacked, no. the whole thing. No, <laughs> won't be for a while, but. We're we're in the new newer areas and it's very nice to have the space and the view and the a bit of the comfort. So it's pretty sweet. I'm looking forward to getting a little more Christmassy, although now we've got to get the other house ready for rental. Woohoo. Nice. So you're renting a I thought you were moving offices over there. Now I'm all confused. Two suites. Oh, okay, that's right. You got two suites. Yeah. So one suite's the office, the other suite will be rented. Very cool. So, yeah. Come on. Should I ask how much? Well, no, I'm not going to move out there anytime soon. Never mind. <laughs> well, the other the other ones for it's two bedrooms, one bathroom. It's twelve hundred. Oh, lost your voice, buddy. What? You're very very soft now. Oh, damn. We're gonna have to do the show without you. Well, can you hear me? I can hear you a little bit. 
Let's ask a producer, George. Can we hear Ross, uh, or is he soft for everybody? Oh, he's great. Okay, maybe it's just me that can't hear you. Oh, good, 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 good. Well, today, uh, thanks to John. John uh, was smart enough to set up the uh, SEO 101 community on Google Plus, which I think we all agree is a huge game changer for Google Plus. And uh, um, <clears throat> well, John, you've been more immersed in it than I have. I've, I've gotten a couple things in, but not much. So tell me, how's it gone? I, I think it's awesome. So I set it up uh, a week or so ago, and just within that amount of time, we've had a hundred, over 180 members. We've had tons of questions, conversations um, happening. It's, I'm seeing a lot more of people interacting with each other. So our listeners are talking to each other than we might see on, say, Facebook. Um, it's it's really interesting, and I agree. I think we're going to look back at this in a year or so. We're going to say that when Google Plus launched communities, that's when it turned the corner. That's when it became the great social network that it is. That's what we'll say about a year from now. So it makes a huge difference. If you're not looking at communities, you're not interacting in communities, come join ours. Um, they don't they don't allow us to have community names yet, like on the URL. So we're like community slash. We've got this giant long number string, but just go search for SEO in the communities tab and you should find us pretty easily right now and check and it if out it's a little busy just type in seo 101 you'll find us pretty quickly yeah definitely um so i, I think i mean I, I copied down a bunch of questions that we have a section for submit your questions um discuss the shows ask for site reviews all that stuff and i copied down a bunch of uh questions already just in the past week off of google communities some of them have been already been answered in the community but i think we should still go over them anyway for those people that are not in the community um, awesome why don't you take it away? Which one should we go with first? But I, but I think before we get to questions, there's a big – something big happened last week that we need to make sure we talk about. Um, Raven Tools and their their big announcement last week. Um, I yeah. think it's important to discuss um, for a number of reasons. Um, for those of you who didn't hear, Raven Tools has announced that they're no longer going to include rank tracking, SERP rank tracking in their suite of tools. They're not the only ones that are doing this. Um, there's been – at least at least one, maybe two other major ranking services that have decided to no longer offer ranking services. Um, the reason, that, and, and actually the great thing about our community is I put this up there, and John Henshaw, one of the founders of Raven Tools, who's been on the show before, um, is in our community for Webmaster Radio's SEO 101. And I asked him, and he answered in our community talking about this situation, pointed to a couple of great blog posts, um, on the Raven Tools site. But basically, the reason they decided to do this is because they scrape that information. So they send a, a the, the computer goes and searches for the term that's being tracked, scrapes the search results, and then parses that data into a database. Well, Google doesn't like people to scrape their results. And while they've been getting away with it for quite some time, Google's starting to get a little bit more um, picky about that, so to speak. So they're hedging their bets. Instead of getting cut off from all the other Google APIs that they're using, they've decided to start playing by the rules and not scrape. So, they, so they're picking their, the APIs over the scraping data, basically. Um, the way it all sort of happened, it makes me wonder if Google reached out to them. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, the uh, other one... That you know, I thought, oh, this is okay. We'll just we'll we'll use Ahrefs. Well, they did it too. They did it too. Yep, that was the other one. Um, so there's 
So a lot of people, especially in the SEO community, um, use these services to to report on rankings, which a lot of clients expect to see. A lot of whether we we can try real hard to educate our clients that rankings aren't that important, and they're not, but they still want to see them. Well, mm-hmm. two two of the main services that provide that data now don't. What do we do? So there's there's a couple good links in the in the community thread on this. Um, Raven is suggesting a couple of tools. Um, I don't remember them off the top of my head right now. Do do you happen to remember what they are, Ross? I don't, but I do know that. Um, oh, actually, alternatives. You wrote that down. Actually, it's uh, Authority Labs Advanced Web Ranking. Yes, uh, yes. I was, so that's what they're recommending. Their SEM Rush is still keeping it, isn't it? SEM Rush is keeping it. There's a couple other ones. I'm actually looking at some smaller players just because they're going to be further off the Google radar. I think. <laughs> yeah. And they might not be worried about APIs because they're smaller players because this is what they do and that's all they do. Um, so if you have clients that expect there's reports and you're using Ahrefs or Raven tools to provide this data to your clients, you've got to find another source for your ranking reports. Um, Raven is turning it off January 2nd. Do you happen to know when Ahrefs turn it off, Ross? Uh, 6th or 7th, I think. Yeah, so it's the first week in January. Both of these services are going away. So you need to have replacements by then. Um, if you're using Raven Tools, I know you can export the data they have in there. Um, and, you know, hopefully another service will allow you to import it so you have a long history of data. Um, I don't know if the Authority Labs or Advanced Web Ranking do that. Uh, they may, they may not. Search Metrics is another one I know that's keeping it. They've been pr- promoting the fact they're keeping it, and I believe they will let you import data from Raven, from what I've so, read. Newsflash. It's, it's not by any means staying, but it's snowing outside right now in Victoria. <laughs> nice. That never happens here. It seems like <laughs> once or twice a year, so it's pretty cool. Big storms right now. <laughs> ah, cool. Anyway. Um, yeah, uh, you know, the other thing that we're going to do, like, we're, we're struggling with this too. Of course, any SEO company or anyone who has SEO clients is, um, we may really just focus our clients on what they're getting in Google Analytics. It's really the, it's the way they should be looking at it. And I mean, that's, you know, it does show you your organic rankings. It does tell you where your traffic's coming from, uh, and, uh, which rankings you currently have. Now, unless they're going to switch that off on us, which, whoa. That would be nasty. Um, well, you, you know, <laughs> not putting it past them. <laughs> you know what I use that for, Ross? I use that to show people that rankings don't matter. I go into Google Webmaster Tools and show them, here's this term. And you can look in there and it'll show you, for this one term, you've had six different pages ranking for that term in the past two weeks. And each of these six pages have ranked anywhere from position three to position 17 in the same time period. So it's, it, I, I, I use that data in Google to show clients that rankings fluctuate dramatically. It's they, you're, a different term can show different pages. Different pages will rank differently all in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And, well, and I think that that's the beauty of it. I mean, that's part of the, the benefit is we're finally going to be able to educate them a little more because we're being forced to. Yeah, in, in a way not we are. Easy, though. <laughs> you know, clients push back. They know I just want to know what my rank is for this term. And, yeah. and if they keep the client, you're going to have to provide it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a new year, right? Well, new challenges coming so, up. 
if you weren't aware, please be aware. Start looking for, for solutions for yourself. Um, as we come up with solutions, maybe we can publish them on Facebook and in Google Plus community. Yeah, and you know anyone else um, that wants to share the SEO one Google Plus community um, options they thought of, you know considerations. I mean, I know a lot of you are SEOs. And, you know what? What are you going to do? Uh, what are your thoughts? Love to hear about. It. In fact, let's post the question on the on the community now and, and just see if we get any feedback we can share in the show. But uh, beautiful. So, yeah. but while we're talking about Webmaster Tools, I have to say I saw a hilarious story on um, SEO Roundtable um, at the end of last week. Um, apparently, in the Webmaster Forums, there was somebody complaining that Google was performing a denial-of-service attack on their website. They were <laughs> so often it was like shutting down their server, and he was complaining and wanted to know what he could do about it. And there was all kinds of serious discussions about, you know, setting crawl speeds and webmaster tools. Well, John Mueller, who we've had on the show as well from Google, he's out in, is he in Switzerland or Sweden? I think it's Switzerland. So, but he's one of the most active Google employees in the webmaster forums talking to people about technical stuff. And he, he, he asked a couple questions. Um, and it turned out he dug in and did a little bit of uh, research with the Google tools. It turns out this webmaster who had a denial of service attack from Google had verified his website in Google Webmaster Tools over 60,000 times <laughs> for one website. I don't know whether he had that many subdomains or what, but he had 60,000 plus verifications in Webmaster Tools. And every time you verify, it goes back and periodically verifies that it's still your site and you still have all the stuff and all the, all of that pinging to the site, which was causing his server issues from Google. Sounds like just, a, a software issue somewhere. Yeah. I thought that was so hilarious. Well, do you really, can you automate it? Google, Google verifications for webmaster tools. Is that something you can automate? Must I mean, be. unless the guy sat there and just did it by hand. <laughs> I'd like to think a little better of the human brain. Well, just just a everybody out there, please be you know reasonable when you're doing webmaster tools verification. You can do it for subdomains. You can do it for the www versus non www on a domain, um, which I have done actually because if you have a lot of subdomains, it's nice to see the www pulled out and then seeing the one large group of traffic information for all your subdomains combined, even if you break out the subdomains on webmaster tools individually. Um, but 60,000 is a little bit overkill. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even fathom exactly how that was done, but we should get him on the show. That would be, no, no. We'll get John on the show, ask him to explain. Uh, <laughs> get both of them on. No. <laughs> we'll go all Springer on them. Well, <laughs> uh, on that silly note, let's take a quick break and when we get back, we're going to get into some of the great questions that John has accumulated from the community page. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of Internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. 
MajesticSEO.com. Maximize ROI. It's good to be king. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 11th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2013. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 11th Annual IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hi, this is Bennett Kelly with the Internet Law Center, host of Cyber Law and Business Report, wishing you all a happy holiday and happy and safe new year. And remember... You don't need a lawyer to tell you, don't drink and drive. From all of us to all of you, WebmasterRadio.fm, wishing you happy holidays and a prosperous new year. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc., currently broadcasting from a cave. <laughs> a very deep cave. <laughs> yes, I can see the snow, though. Although it's gone now, it's, it's just it was sleety. It's kind of cool. But, uh, are, you, are, you, are, you broadcast, are you broadcasting from a cave in honor of The Hobbit coming out this week, last weekend? <laughs> No. <laughs> Although, that's pretty impressive. Uh, 170 minutes for the first episode of three episodes. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm telling you right now, the whole thing, three movies for The Lord of the Rings was perfect because it was three books. Three movies for one book, The Hobbit, just pisses me off. I'm sorry. That's just that's just too much. didn't need to be done that way. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I mean, I honestly, I never got into the book, really. I couldn't handle all the names and stuff. It kind of threw me off. I was like, bah, whatever. But, um, <laughs> you know, your, your ADD kicked in. I understand. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and this is before I was on the internet. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I guess it was sort of foreshadowing, but yeah, one book that's crazy. Although he's apparently he's added some stuff, but he's pretty, pretty true to it. Apparently he just, uh, I don't know. I guess if you actually took a book and made it into a movie, it would be long. Yeah, I mean, I, I did see it over the weekend, and I thought it was really good. It was, oh. it was longer than I expected. 
Um, I'm going to enjoy all three of them because they're done well, but they could have done it in two. Maybe I don't know if they could have done it in one, but they could have done it in two. Mm. Well, since we've totally bored our listeners, let's get into <laughs> the next question. I'm so, sure we have a lot of Hobbit fans in our audience. That's true. Maybe, that maybe true. in a couple of Hobbits. <laughs> Jim, Jim, um, so, Jim, Jim Hedger listens, doesn't he? He's a hobbit. That's true, he is. He is. <laughs> um, okay, so the first question you'd like to go with, what do you think? So I, I put them in order since people, uh, as they, they asked in, on the community, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this name, but I'm going to try anyway, at least the first one. Slavomir, um, he's, he's, he was the first one to ask us a question. And he's asked us a couple, actually. But the first one he asked was about breadcrumbs. And what methods do you use for microformatting for breadcrumbs to get them to show? Basically, he's asking, how would you get, what methods do you use to get them to show up in SERPs? Do you use schema.org, microdata, RDF? There's a number of different methodologies. And he's asking, which one's the best? And the great thing about this question is we had a lot of conversation in the community about it. And I think he answered his own question more than anything. Is um, He had been on a a hangout with, again, John Mueller from Google talking about that earlier in the day, which I guess is what prompted him to ask the question. And we had one person say, well, use schema.org. That's the best way to go. But John Mueller had actually said in the hangout that schema.org doesn't really work with breadcrumbs at this time. So you can't use that for breadcrumbs. It's great for everything else, but not for breadcrumbs. Um, so we really don't have an answer at this point. I, um, I've, I've talked to a couple of people and I've um, looked at a couple of the threads and people say there's a combination of microtagging you can use to get them to work, but there's not any real, this is the way you have to do it. Um, uh, Shelly Wingard in the community actually posted a link to an article on webmarking today that talks a bit more in depth about this. Um, so if you find the thread on our community, she's got a really nice link to it. Um, the web marketing today article on breadcrumbs and schema. Unfortunately, yeah. we can't really help that much today because there's not really an answer at this point that I can find. Yeah, I'm going to post um, again in case anyone is going from Facebook to the site. Now, Facebook is facebook.com slash seo101podcast. If you go there, I'll post a link directly to that uh, discussion on our community. And that, that'll hopefully get you uh, connected too. Um, it's interesting. I mean, I I was actually taken a bit surprised by the question. It was quite insightful. Like I hadn't ever even considered it being done yet. I, I was like, oh, I just don't think it's necessary. I mean, Google's got more intelligence than that. Really, they, they can tell what a breadcrumb is. Um, right. It usually schema.org. At least initially, my impression was it was brought in because you needed to just give a little more clarity about what certain things were. Um, right. The breadcrumbs are generally obvious. Would that be a fair statement? I, I would think so, but you, you never know the way people build sites these days that I think Google understands that some people are going to do crazy stuff, and if you use the right kind of microtagging around them, it just helps. I guess, but they shouldn't be used as a crutch, right? It's supposed to be there to enhance the site, not just solve issues. Okay. Very true. Very true. It's like nested tables. God, remember that? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make me come up there and slap you, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then we can have a yes. cigar and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I did buy a bottle of crack and rum for the holiday, so. 
Hey, you can't even buy crack and rum on the island, man. It's like it's the end of the world. I, I swear, it's it's really truly coming. <laughs> you can't. They got rid of. It? They're sold out. Oh yeah, that's true. We're going to have the uh, the end of the world party coming up this weekend, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. All the bad so habits get come back for a couple of days. Yeah. So what's the next question? <laughs> okay. So from Chris Buey. What methods and tools do guys use for finding long tail keywords to target? Good question. Well, never mind. Never mind women. Finding long tail keywords. I, I often use comedi- uh, competitors. Um, I, I, I mean, there are tools, but my favorite is to use a competitor. I go and I look at what kind of rankings they currently have. Now, I've been using Ahrefs for that. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of shot that to hell. Yeah, I'm going to be using SEM Rush again, um, at least until it cuts it as well. But that and Google, the Google AdWords keyword tool. Uh, between the two of them, I usually get plenty. Um, and what you can do is just look at some of the long tail phrases that they are currently ranking for, and what kind of search uh, relevance there is, uh, search uh, frequency and relevance, and that's usually a great place to start. And then I test them. I mean, generally, someone who's been doing SEO for a while or at least knows the basics, it it can take as little as a couple of weeks to maybe a month max to get a ranking for a a true long tail phrase with low frequency traffic, but that's extremely relevant. So you can test pretty quickly whether or not it's going to work for you. Yeah. And one of the great tools I like using, because if you think about long tail, long tail is usually a variation on a, another term. So you might have a two-phrase term. Well, long tail is going to be a variation on that term. So I'll use Google Suggest. I'll put in the two the, the two-word term and then start typing A, see what it comes with. Back it up, type a B, see what it comes up with. And you can get some great ideas for long long tail terms from that. And it really works great in in the news industry where I do a lot of work because Google Suggest changes based on what's happening in the real search environment. So if a new story breaks, we can go in within a few hours and see how people are searching for information on that particular story and how it changes over time using Google Suggest. So you just have someone, a monkey, sort of doing that 24-7? Yeah, yeah, pretty well. A trained monkey, of course, but a monkey. Trained. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes. naturally, got to be trained to use Google. Yes. Well, of course... Luckily, I'll have to make sure that you know everybody that works for me is working right now, not listening to the live program. So, <laughs> <laughs> naturally, <laughs> well, you didn't name which one was the trained monkey. It's important. Or they, they know I'm the trained monkey. <laughs> <laughs> they tell me what to do, and I do it. <laughs> so, oh, looks like Slavomir Slavomir has another one here. Yes, he does. And this was actually a good question too, because we it was a little confusing at first, but then it backed off into a pretty good basic SEO 101 question. He says, in his phrasing, would you recommend masquerading or not masquerading um, dynamic pages um, as opposed to static pages? And the first thing I asked him in in the, the thread was, are you talking about cloaking? And he's like, no. If I have a dynamic page that, say, is um, uh, product.php, should I change that to, to be a static product.html? And there was a lot of great people jumped in and answered, but and everybody pretty much had the same responses. It really doesn't make a difference. Google understands 
they read both of those URLs. They read the content the same. You do not have to do that kind of masking anymore. And actually, we did do it years and years ago. I remember doing that a lot, especially when you were using includes and you had to do a, a PHP or a SHTML page to get the includes to work, and then you did the masking to be a regular page. It was a pain a long time ago. Technology has improved quite a bit since then. You don't have to do that stuff at all anymore. PHP, HTML, as a file extension on a, on a URL, both of them are perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's literally that simple. Just yeah. you, you don't have to baby Google as much anymore. Uh, that's a huge plus. because uh, Although it was kind of fun for SEOs because it was another, another extra edge we had, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> We're losing all the edges. We have to keep innovating new ones, and it's getting more difficult. Excuse <laughs> me, I found um, plenty. <laughs> good, good, good. Well, my next one's from Tara, Tara Wood. <clears throat> she says, hello, I need help. I have a WordPress blog, and my SEO analyzer tool really confuses me. It will say I don't have my keywords underlined or bolded when I do. Then I highlight my heading two and heading three, but my tool says I didn't. I didn't find WordPress support helpful to answer my questions. I'm trying to raise my SEO score higher than 50%. Any suggestions on a basic site that step-by-step by that which step by step helps a visual learner understand blog SEO. Hmm. So <laughs> this was a tricky question too because I asked her. Uh, I asked. In this, what I love about the communities is before we get these questions, I can ask questions, and before we talked about them on the show, we can get some a little bit of feedback, and there's conversations going. The first thing I asked her was, "Well, what plugin are you using for WordPress that's giving you this information?" And it was really interesting because she didn't know. She didn't have any really idea. She just said, it's just, a, it's just a thing on my sidebar that tells me that I have a score of X, Y, or Z. So obviously somebody set this up for her, and she really didn't know which plugin that was doing it. Um, mm. Somebody suggested she use SEO Quake for Firefox, and I asked her again if she could go, gave her some instructions on how to look for her plugins to see which one talked about SEO, but she didn't respond back. So if you're listening, Tara, you know, there are a couple of good plugins for WordPress that will help you analyze your site from an SEO perspective. To me, one of the best right now, it's not built to give you a score like the one you're talking about. It says you have 50%. It doesn't do an, an analysis of your site, but what it does do is it helps you understand how to improve your SEO, and it's, it's Yoast SEO keyword or SEO plugin for WordPress. And on each page, um, there's a section underneath where you you add your content word paste that's part of this Yoast plugin. The first thing it'll do is ask you what keyword are you targeting. And as you start start typing in keywords, it'll actually pop up just it'll pop up the Google suggest suggestions and say, are these the terms that that you're trying to target, and you can click one. So it has Google Suggest built into the plugin, so you can really look at how people are searching for the topic you're writing about right there in your admin of WordPress. Then it'll show you, once you pick that keyword, it'll show you whether or not it's in your header, if it's in your description, if it's in your the body content. Um, and it'll actually even go as far as trying to show you what your Google SERP will look like in the engines. It'll show you what the title and the description will look like in Google um, it'll bold it and everything. So that's really, to me, the first step to really start SEOing a WordPress blog is to start understanding how you're targeting. And the the WordPress SEO plugin by Yoast does a really good job at helping you learn and understand how that targeting works on a post by post basis. I said, yeah, and, and I mean, I'm looking at mine and in, um, in, in the back end of StepForth.com and we use Yoast plugin, and 
It does kind of give you it does it does give you a page analysis, um, and it'll also look at um, exactly how many keywords you have left or word or text or, or characters I should say. It'll give some tips, um, but yeah, not so much a score, which is a good thing because frankly, you can get too caught up in that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And just if anybody here is an affiliate planning on going to affiliate. Um, summit in Las Vegas next month. I'm actually going to be speaking on WordPress SEO, and my entire presentation is nothing but walking through the SEO, the WordPress SEO plugin by Yoast, how to use it, how to set it up, and how to get the most value out of it. So if you're going to be there and you're interested in SEO for WordPress, um, I'm speaking on Sunday at 2 o'clock, I think. Nice. It'll be fun, eh? Yeah, it'll be a blast. It's Vegas. It's got to be a blast. Vegas, so, baby. Like, I'm a little bit pissed. I was really looking forward to going to the new Leonard Skinner barbecue and beer. Leonard Skinner opened up a restaurant in Vegas a little a little less than a year ago. It closed last week, and now I don't get to go. Oh, it just didn't do that well? Did it not do well? <laughs> I guess not. The, what I'm seeing as far as uh, what people are saying is it was too expensive. People didn't want to pay for what they were getting, but it's gone. I'm Unreal. Well, you know what? We got to take a quick break. We get back. We'll try and get to another couple other questions. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. SEO research and competitor analysis. What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Search Metrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with SearchMetrics.com. That's SearchMetrics.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Happy Holidays! Whoa! Happy Holidays! Whoa! That's about the best singing we've ever done on the show. Yeah, when I don't say words, it really comes out great. Yeah, we're Michael, Neil, and Lori. We're off the LinkedIn Rockstars. Yes, Happy Holidays, everybody. We've, we've so much enjoyed being in front of you and being part of your lives, I hope. Yeah, and I hope you listen to the show. Hope you enjoy it, and Happy Holidays. From all of us to all of you, WebmasterRadio.fm. Wishing you Happy Holidays and a prosperous New Year. 
Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Kirkup, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So we've had a few questions in there, and I imagine we're getting a little tight on time. But uh, let's uh, let's throw in one more here. Which one would you go next? Next of the couple left. Uh, the the uh, second one, one by James, is probably the quickest and easiest. Okay. Is directory um, submission outdated? If not, what are some of the top local directories I should be using for my business, like Yelp? Well, directory submission isn't outdated. It's I mean it is in terms of the only you know major tactic. Um, we use directory submission all the time as low-hanging fruit. Um, there are some very good ones out there that, you know, I still believe Yahoo directory has a lot of clout. A lot of the ones that are human edited um, have relevance, are not full of crap sites that you can tell made it through filters that are poorly made or, frankly, just poor um, human control. Uh, that's Those are key. And the, the other one is relevance. Relevance, relevance, relevance. Uh, if it's related to your industry, the entire directory, I'd say that's the most important or the best, most beneficial. Or if it's a top-tier site like the Yahoo directory. Um, uh, I, it, I, would, I would add not just a directory that's relevant to your industry, but a directory that's relevant to your location. There's lots of geo-specific directories out there that carry a lot of weight. Um, if you look at you know media sites in particular, if you're in Cleveland and you go to cleveland.com and they have a business directory, which I happen to know they do because it's one of my sites, um, those directories carry a ton of weight for the people that are listed at them. So just just a heads up and a hint there. Um, yeah. Excellent. And that's going to be really important, too, for anyone out there who, who wants to get local rankings, uh, more specific local rankings and higher rankings. You know, the more citations out there pointing to you uh, being in a particular area, uh, the, the less Google has to guess whether or not your your listing is first of all legitimate, and also whether or not it it really merits any uh, additional exposure over competitors. Yeah, and, th- and that's exactly why I personally prefer geo directories over market specific directories because the geo directories will actually give you twice the bang for your buck. You'll get the the link juice from the directory if it's a followed link for your organic search and you get the local citation from a local specific probably highly authoritative site um, for your local search so it's like two for one as opposed to just a a market specific niche directory that's just going to give you maybe some link juice for your your market Mm, two for one i like two for one yeah let me think of pizza so so, but james no directories are not outdated um Directory spamming is outdated. If anybody's going to, if they say they're going to list you in a thousand plus directories, turn around and run as fast as you can. Um, you know, for for a good site, there's probably twenty, thirty, at the most fifty directories that really make sense for any given site. Um, in most cases, there's going to be outliers on both sides of that. But if someone's talking about a thousand directories, that's just ridiculous. Even a couple hundred, three, four hundred is probably way out of line. Hmm. Well, you know, we've already had a, some feedback from uh, Matt Genoway on a, on a question about Raven Tools and HF. He says, it's a nightmare. I always recommend analyzing GA deeply as well as ranking track, ranking, rank tracking to anyone I talk to. Before long, you can show the client enough data to make them realize what is actually more important. And uh, that's, that's a great point. I mean, 
But the trick is, of course, now rank tracking tracking is going to be so difficult to get. But uh, really appreciate that the, the feedback and and uh, we hope we get lots more on the site. This is, I think, uh, I think I think this is the first time outside of the chat that Webmaster Radio does that we've gotten live feedback during the show about a question on the show. We never got that in Facebook, but we got it in Google Plus. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah. <laughs> no, just go to Wink to buy bad, eh? <laughs> um, yeah, I think that uh, this is definitely going to be our, 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 one of our favorite areas to get into discussion. So, you know, feel free to drop some notes, questions, your site for reviews. I know there's a lot of people out there that are reviewing sites free, um, you know, and that are, are some of the moderators in our group. So lots of good people there. Hope to see lots of you. Well, on that note, I guess we better tie things up. On behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, feel free to go to the community page on Google+. Just go to community and then type in SEO or SEO 101 or facebook.com slash SEO 101 podcast. You can also email me, ross at stepforth.com, or contact John or myself via Twitter. Uh, both of them are our names. His is at John Carcutt. Mine's at Ross Dunn. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. And I believe John has something to say. Sorry, I keep interrupting you there. No, I was just going to say happy holidays, and thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, season's greetings, everyone. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.